Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Pat had Aubrey sent us her son's reaction that Pat Gray Unleashed is about to start. So this apparently is a uh, baby that gets excited when the show's about to start. Yeah, yeah, whenever... Uh... Whenever mm-hmm. he hears your name mentioned. But, Smart uh, kid. I don't know that the video is uh, mm. is ready. Oh. So so the video's not ready. No. Well, then we should probably we won't do, do the, that. The bingo card, we'll though. We'll do that later, yeah. Uh, right. We actually talked about that before the show. So I wasn't going to say that part, <laughs> but if you want to. I said, maybe we skip the baby and go and then I just, the bingo well, card. I wasn't registering this as an actual, you know. <laughs> One of our million videos for yeah. the day, but it obviously is. Uh, all right, let's start with the Pat Gray bingo card. When you get bingo, you call uh, 888-900-3393, and if you're the first one through with Poseidon bingo. Like, hey, hey, look, there's Poseidon. Do you want to watch Pat? And he starts smiling really big. Poseidon, do you want to watch Pat? Or not watch, but listen to Pat? <laughs> do you want to listen to Pat? Huh? <laughs> Yeah, but see, I think he was sad for just a moment there because he, he realized, wait a minute. Was, wait, no, I don't get to we, watch? You said we were going to watch it. I thought I was going to watch. BlazeTV.com slash Pat, mom. <laughs> uh, good stuff. What a cute hey, kid. And then he's like, wait. Yeah. Listen, what kind of crap is that? All right, I'll smile for your video, but I'm not happy. I don't that. know if your baby's thinking crap yet. Okay, I don't want to put that on him. <laughs> what kind of stuff is that? <laughs> Awesome. Uh, kid. Uh, all right. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. So the Pat Gray uh, bingo card fun. is pinned to the top of uh, the Pat Unleashed Twitter page. Mm-hmm. You want to go and uh, like print that off and play? We just got a few weeks left, man. And what was the kid's name? Was it Sidon? I don't know. It sounds uh, like Sidon. Sidon. Yeah. It's kind of unique. Yeah. It's a cool name. If I heard that correctly. She said she sent this to her parents, who are also major Pat heads, mm-hmm. and they said we should send it to you guys. Well, then we did. And you did. A nice job. And so there it is. <laughs> uh, all right. So the bingo card uh, starts with baby clubs, uh, baby seal clubbing. Yeah. When's the last time you got up to... <laughs> Club did baby seal? It's yeah. been a while. <clears throat> it was probably last fall or winter, Oh, I'd say. Get back on. Yeah. I got to get it's on that. baby seal clubbing season. It is. Mm. Uh, Keith saying... Uh, third worldification of America. And we got get your kid checked out. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a recession to me. That doesn't sound like a recession to me. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Jeffy, rode up. <laughs> rode up. <laughs> We're in the process of making up my mind. Uh, I don't know that any of us I know think, where that comes from. I think that was deleted in the 360. That was Joe Biden. Uh, it was, you know what? It was when he was on a bike ride. I remember that. So huh. maybe it was video. I don't know. We'll try to find it here, but uh, yeah, right. they asked him a question about China. Well, I'm still in the process of making up my mind. What does that mean, man? Yeah, weird. Uh, it's just that easy. Then Keith Olbermann. God forgive you. <laughs> they said the quiet part out loud. Uh, this visual makes for great radio. Uh, Jeffy saying, humans first. KJP. With uh, I don't have anything. I I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I just don't have it. And so on. Uh, that goes up to a hundred. Oh, so it gets quite God. obnoxious. Uh, inmates running the asylum. Oh yes. Kamala talks to children. Uh, Ukraine is or adults a like children. country in Europe. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Ukraine is a country in Europe. Yep. Then we got Keith. Uh, that needs to be a bingo square. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the good and plenty clause. Mm. Uh, there's a lot there. And the Maya Angelou. Gosh, this was clear back in 19... Was it 92? Uh, 92. Yeah, it was 92. A rock, mm-hmm. a river, a tree. <laughs> what, what is it with Democrat inauguration, presidential inaugurations, having just bad poetry read? Yeah, it's just weird stuff. <laughs> I was just thinking of the prayer they did um, for one of Obama's. Uh, yes. It was one of Obama's inaugurations. Oh, I know which one this is. I we asked you to help us yeah. right for that day when black <laughs> isn't one of the squares, but to get back. When brown could can stick around. Stick around. When, when yellow, yellow could be, will be mellow. mellow. When, when the red man can get, get ahead, ahead, man. man. And when weird. white so weird. will embrace what is right. I'm sorry. I don't, that's weird. That's <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> that's Reverend uh, Joseph Lowry. Uh, okay. And he is, a little uh, rhyme prayer. Yeah, he was, uh, he was a big part of the Atlanta civil rights scene. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, then they made... Su- oh, <laughs> this Uh-oh. would usually be in the voice of... Oh. Arlen Specter. <laughs> and then we made sweet, sweet love. Or it could be, and then we made sweet, tender love. Tender, yeah. Could be tender, could be too sweet. We don't know. Depends on what kind of mood Arlen's in. Either way. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden, buy a shotgun. Oh. And buy a shotgun. Keith uh, mentions. Oh, the Walmarts. Mm-hmm. Then we have, ah, uh, this might be one we have to. Oh, no. We have to find. Again, I, th- I think we'll be able to find this one, though. But it's uh, Biden, you ain't black. Yeah. I don't know if we have that anymore. Mm, no, we don't. Dang, we lost a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then the I am not here lie. Uh, Jeffy, what do I know? Uh, that's a really <laughs> good question for him to be asking. <laughs> and we have to do something doesn't have to be the right thing. We just need to do something. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I got two of the same. All right. Oh. I'll take them both. What the heck? <laughs> uh, all right. So, Joe Biden, uh, how Joe Biden is like America's founding fathers. This should be interesting. Uh, <laughs> Salon.com. Salon.com. And, and they write, and no, I'm not kidding. Really? All right. Wow. And they well, put a you're picture of him with Washington and Jefferson. Really stupid. If Joe Biden's presidency continues on its current track, he may be remembered as a policy visionary ahead of his time and ignored <laughs> by his peers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, they're serious. Look at that. That is insane. I'm not claiming the founding fathers were ignored in some larger sense. If that were true, the United States would not exist today. But as much as... We'd like to imagine that Americans always rallied behind the ideas of a complicated genius like Thomas Jefferson, author of the Declaration of Independence. It simply wasn't so. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Borgon goes on into considerable detail about other founding fathers who had important policy ideas that were not heeded. Treasury Secretary Albert Gallatin who served both under uh, Jefferson and Madison, mm-hmm. and President John Quincy Adams, who had previously served in various roles for America's first five presidents, 
We're avid proponents of federal spending on public improvements. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. <laughs> and also supported government funding for the sciences, and both were disappointed when they tried to bring their ideas to life on a national scale. Okay, so we're talking Treasury Secretary Albert Gallatin mm-hmm. as yeah. your example of somebody who wanted to do this kind of spending. Jefferson imagined a future in which the farmer will see his government supported, his children educated, and the face of his country made a paradise by the contributions of the rich alone without being called on to spare a cent from his earnings. Yeah, so he's not being called on to hmm. be taxed to right. the hilt. Right. That's the That's point. Right. He's, these are donations. Let's consider Joe Biden's most conspicuous failures. From the start of his administration, he has pushed for an ambitious economic program, expanded access to health care, major investments in job creation, financial assistance to parents, accelerated development of green energy, and other steps to address climate change. Mm. To this point, the political fates have cursed Joe Biden with the same bad luck that afflicted Washington, Jefferson, Hamilton, and other founding fathers at their most ambitious but at l- but least effective but without granting him anything close to their storied accomplishments or historical legacy. Mm-hmm. Why would he? Why would you throw Alexander Hamilton in here when he wasn't a president? <laughs> and this was written before Mansion and Cinema got on board. So the yeah. case is trying to be made by right. Salon.com. Like, kind of moot. Look, if you if you love America and you you believe in the founders' vision for this country, spend us into oblivion. Then you should vote for this tax and spend bill. Yep. Ugh. And they did, by the way. The Senate did. Is that just an ironic coincidence or a minor twist? Plot twist in the uh, American story or a telling symbol of the ultimate failure of the American experiment and the corruption of both our political parties? History will have to answer that question. There you go. So Joe Biden is a founding father, effectively. Hell, he's old enough to be one. Yeah, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, if that's, you don't support tax and spend. That's the only thing he has in common. Is He's about the same age as the founding fathers. <laughs> Would be if they were still alive. But yeah. of course, you know, many of them are not. <laughs> and since Joe Biden is so misunderstood by us simpletons, ah, his poll numbers are low. You know, because <laughs> we don't get it. We're a bunch of morons. Got to explain it to us. Man. No, right? He's see, he simply hasn't done an effective enough job at communicating his genius to us. If we just understood his genius, he'd have an eighty percent approval rating right now. That's how genius he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen how sh- he's sharp as attack. This guy, sharp as attack, and. uh we just can't get it because we're, we're simpletons. More than two-thirds, 69% of Americans think the nation's economy is getting worse. Dummies. It's getting so much better. Don't you understand how well you're doing? Oh, yeah. Don't you get it? Right. You're right. having steak almost every night. So, Come so on. It's funny you say that. I actually had to, uh, when I was getting ready for work this morning, I tripped over. I have these big stacks of cash. And I have placed them near the too close to the front door. And you haven't even had a chance to get them to the bank, I bet. It's dark at 3 in the morning, and I mm-hmm. was just tripping mm-hmm. over these pallets of cash. Gosh, I hate that. Uh, I said, man, I should have planned better for this morning. <laughs> oh, I had all weekend to move this money. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's me. I don't know. I about hate when that happens. Right, right. No, it happens to me almost uh-huh. every day. Almost yeah. every day. Yeah, because because like when they bring my paycheck, they just like, hey, where do you want us to put all this money? I'm like, ah, bring it in. Like, I, don't I don't know. know. Put it anywhere. Whatever. You know what it's like. You know the uh, uh, Santa Claus. When he gets the naughty or nice nice list, it's when he's becoming Santa Claus. He's not yet, so he's still at home, still doing his job. And then FedEx shows up with the naughty and nice list. He goes, uh, "Just I'm get I'm shaving. Just put it. Just bring it in." And it fills his entire. He can't even get from the stairs to the door because it's so. That's how it is that's, with yeah. my money. Yep. Okay. Yeah, pallets of money. So you and I can identify. Yeah. With with. Uh, yeah. The, the Biden economy. Uh, <laughs> well, just, almost everybody can. Everybody's, yeah. everybody's got those pallets of money at home. They just won't admit it because uh, they're simpletons. Right. You know what I mean? That's me. Um, so so 69% 69% think it's getting worse. Wow, they just aren't living. Highest measure since 2008 when 82% in an ABC Washington Post poll uh, thought it was getting worse. Currently only 12% think the economy is getting better 18 percent think it's essentially staying the same so <laughs> the 18 percent that think it's the same are the ones that aren't ever going into the walmarts yeah they're not going to the grocery store they're mm-hmm. not seeing it for their own self that's how that number happened the 12 percent, i have no idea congratulations to you <laughs> uh, uh, right yeah <laughs> just people so out of touch i don't know if that's elon musk I, although i think elon's oh, kind he of he knows what's going on mm-hmm Americans approving of the job the president is doing, uh, and 62%, so 37% of Americans approve of the job the president is doing. Wow, that number seems high. And 62% disapprove. Wow. That's a couple different polls over there, yeah. So that's the handling of the economic recovery. Okay. Which doesn't seem to be happening right now. The president's rating on inflation is even worse. 29% of Americans say they, they approve. 69% disapprove. The only area where he sees uh, some improvement in this poll is his handling of gas prices because th- that's gone down. Uh, just over one in three Americans, 34% approve of his handling. So it's still only <laughs> 34%. That's up 7% from from uh, July. On gas prices Yeah. alone. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Everything else is still really bad for him. Really bad. And I think it's getting worse. Uh, I think they're gonna, they're in for a pummeling like we can't even imagine in November. Yeah, Unless something sure. drastic happens, which it could. But if things stay about the same, I think Democrats are going to get their heads handed to them. And I, you know, we're in trouble in some areas. In races, it should be one like in Georgia, Pennsylvania. But I think even there, we might be surprised. I th- I think we get back. I think we gain back the Senate and the House. Mm. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Is this wood? That's laminate. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Sorry, dude. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not comfortable about the Senate, but the House, I... I... No, I'm not comfortable in any way, yeah. but it's... I, I have a hunch. Okay. It's going like to it. happen. So is this the Pat Gray hunch? It's we should start hunch. tracking this data? Yeah. This data point? If you want. Okay. Sure. I like it. All right. Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Uh, this is Glenn's company. He started this company when he had a bad experience with a realtor in uh, Connecticut and had a really nice home to sell there. And if you knew, if you know about the 
Connecticut home prices in the uh, 2000s, uh, they were high. They were very, very high. Uh, but he wound up selling his beautiful home for about $38.95. $38.95. He just didn't get the money he was hoping for out of it. So Man. he started real estate agents I trust. These are people who have been carefully vetted by Glenn's team. They have great marketing plans. They have great track records. They know what they're doing. They do this full time. They're dedicated to their craft. And they know how to advise you because they're with buyers all the time. And in fact, if you're if you're buying a home, um, when you choose these agents, you partner yourself with a competitive winning machine that's going to help you get the most house for your money too. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Okay, so real clear politics. They keep a close tally every day on this stuff. Um, the battle for the Senate mm-hmm. right now, it's 46-46 with eight toss-ups is what they're 46, saying. 46-46, mm-hmm. eight toss-ups. Okay. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. And Do you so, know what the toss Does it say that what the toss-ups uh, are? Or yep. Do you have to dig uh, deeper for that? Well, let's see here. That looks like it's happening in uh, Nevada, Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Ohio, North Carolina, Georgia, yeah. and New Hampshire. Okay. Thought Georgia was one of those. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, in the House now. So remember, right now it's five. It's fifty to fifty in the Senate, and so they're saying it's forty-six, forty-six with eight toss-ups, um, because you know it's on a cycle. So there's only thirty-three seats every two years. So anyway, right. They break right, it right. down for you there. Uh, now the House, obviously, you you every every seat's up, and uh, a generic ballot. They're saying Republicans lead the generic ballot by 01 percent. Point one, but don't fret because the actual breakdown is GOP two twenty two. Yeah, uh, Democrats one eighty one with thirty two toss ups. So, so we're in really good position. Exactly in yeah. the house. So nine good. good. So yeah. So I mean, you still have a. It looks like the it looks like the house. Yeah, they'll take the house. Yeah, the Senate is up for grabs. We'll see. We'll see. Now, governor's races, right now it's 28 to 22 GOP governors. Mm-hmm. With the 2022 cycle um, factored in, they're saying it's, it, instead of 28, 22, they're saying it's 24 to 16 with 10 toss-ups. Okay. Hmm. So it could it could conceivably wind up about where it is now. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, Savannah Hernandez, who used to work here at the right. Blaze. She makes good videos, man. She does. <laughs> She does. We've played her stuff before, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she went into the city to ask black voters what they think about uh, the Joe Biden presidency. Oh. And here's some of their thoughts. Okay. <clears throat> Get Joe Biden out of office. Get him out. Get his ass out. <laughs> Thank out, you. Coach. What do you think <laughs> about the Biden administration redefining the term recession? Pause it for a second. doesn't sound like recession to me. Okay. Keep in mind that was get him out. Get his ass out. <laughs> in case you didn't quite catch it. That <laughs> well, started from the beginning, in fact. That was awesome. Get Joe Biden out of office. Get him out. Get his ass out. Get him out, coach. <laughs> what do you think about the Biden administration redefining the term recession? That doesn't sound like a recession to me. But- this is the worst recession we've been in. To be honest, we've never had a recession where gas, housing, I mean, you name it, at one time, even yep. when people's houses were going into foreclosure, 
Mm-hmm. Those people that lo- lost their homes could at least still go into a grocery store and buy a regular price item. Now you've got houses that are out of control, cars out of control, gas out of control, mm-hmm. food out of control. So mm-hmm. technically we're in a recession, but Joe Biden and his administration say we're not. What do you think about that? <laughs> Look on he crazy too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It don't mince words, Good job man, or bad job great. as president? Bad job. He making it worse. Yeah, we could have kept Donald Trump for this some good stuff right there except if we would have kept donald trump we wouldn't be in this situation right now we just wouldn't we weren't when he was in office and i believe we wouldn't be in this in this position right now um you know gas would be down still yep i mean just no question off the top no way would it be four dollars a gallon we'd all be celebrating hey it's only four Four dollars a gallon. How about four oh five nationally? Oh, what a deal! Yeah. Oh man, that's great. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be like that. Yeah, I made a chart over the weekend. I don't know if, if uh, did I send this to you, Rob? I mean, it's. I mean, it looks like a kindergartner sketched it out here. You did send it to him. Uh huh. Okay. So there it is. So there, there it is. Yeah. Biden takes office. It's two thirty nine a gallon on average. Okay. And remember, it was trending up after November because mm. they realized the oil companies. Joe oh, Biden crap, is going to have screw these guys. Yeah, we're not going to have access to to supply. Mm-hmm. So Joe Biden uh, halts domestic energy production. It gets to three fifty seven when Putin invades Ukraine. All right. And I wrote four oh eight there. It's now four. And it was headed, headed up the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yep. By the way. So we're still not back to where it was when Putin invaded Ukraine. Wow. So wow. I, I don't know what, what, what Joe's bragging about, but there you go. It's well, uh, It's been trending upward ever since, uh, except for the last month. <laughs> He's going to tell you. Let's, uh, let's skip over to what uh, Biden is bragging about. Uh, because Peter Ducey asked okay, KJP, JP. <laughs> why, why does he keep, it's four bucks a gallon. What's he bragging about? Yes. Okay, and then last one. Why is the president bragging today about gas prices? Because mm. it's gone down. It's still a dollar and seventy-two cents higher than when he took office. Thank you. It is gone. It has come down in a way that we haven't seen. Its trajectory coming down. Yeah, because it was decade. up so high. Yeah, it is in a way we hadn't <laughs> seen. Good. You want to God. talk to a nurse or a Darn teacher? It. Or a firefighter, if if having that little bit of breathing room doesn't Ugh. matter to them. Our nurses and teachers and firefighters saying gas prices are only four dollars and eleven cents. This that, is great. I'm saying that 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 even that man, little bit of breathing man. room matters to families, especially during this summer when people are traveling. When I don't have anything. I I don't have anything. Yeah, there you I go. Don't. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. She never does have any. No, that little bit of breathing room. Boy, mm-hmm. they sure did have a lot more breathing room before Joe Biden took office. Yeah. Oh, these people. Just I, I can't believe she gets away with the answers she gets away with. That's incredible. It's still, f- it, when he was asking the question, it was 4.11 a gallon nationwide. Mm-hmm. That little bit of breathing room they're so grateful for. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, could I have another slap, please? <laughs> slap me across the face again. That was great the first time. You're right. How do they get away with this stuff? How do you? Uh, that's. Uh, I mean, if this was Trump up there, if this was anybody in his administration up there spewing that nonsense, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it's not five dollars a gallon at least. What are you complaining about? And she was winging it too. She didn't even have to look in her little. No, she was big book of answers. Yeah. Uh, to to give him that garbage answer. Look, wow. Look at that folder. Look at that, Pat. Look at all those tabs. Every possible Absolutely topic. Incredible. 
and every verbatim word that she utters that's got to be 200 pages oh at least look at this i mean every category you can imagine <laughs> and she flips to that and then reads verbatim the boilerplate answer that she's been approved to to give to the american people i'm amazed how often these buffoons show their little cheat sheets or cheat uh packages mm -hmm. like she's got that huge notebook uh biden is always showing off his little uh, cheat notes yep. that people have given well, him. he's just oblivious to what's going on around him that's he why is. that stuff slips out i'm just yeah. looking to see if 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 uh if if april 1st let's see let's look at the because uh, i've got the greatest prank ever on april 1st 2023 if that's a weekday ah oh, it's a saturday Anyhow, somebody needs to to hide her little binder full of answers from her, and she'll go out there someday for, Wouldn't the, that be great? for the press. I'd love that. And be like, okay, uh, I'm sorry I'm late. Couldn't. Uh, where's your yeah? Where's your big binder, KJP? Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, I have nothing. Yeah, I have nothing. <laughs> that would be an awesome <laughs> press conference. Uh, but Joe Biden wants you to know, though, his tax and spend bill is going to help you. Oh, good. It is. It's going to help. You know, I know most families are focused on just putting three meals on the three table. Three meals. Taking care mills? of the kids and paying Pause the bills. Pause it for a second. Wait. Three meals, and that rhymes with bills. Because I, I say it mills instead of meals. And then what do you put it on? Uh, then I put it on, what, the bills? Yeah, what? I put the no, the, no, the mills. The mills. You put them on. Like He's got like the longest, longest pause there. <laughs> he's like, I put, they're looking for three meals. On the, <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> he doesn't know. He that's just doesn't thing. know. All right, let's see this. You know, I know most families are focused on just putting three meals on the table, <laughs> taking care of their kids the and paying their bills. Table. Helping you do that is my job. Oh. Mm -hmm. It's a president's job as well. <laughs> Wait, so that's a separate person from yeah. you? <laughs> It's his job. Keep forgetting that's my job. And it's the president's job. president's job as well. president's <laughs> job as well. So there's two different has, guys, I guess. He that are, doesn't know that he's president. Is is it Jill? Is that who we're supposed to turn to? Who's, is it uh, Susan Rice? Mm. Maybe. Mm. Barack Obama? Uh, George Soros. I believe George Soros. I mean, it could be any... It's a cabal behind him. You know, oh, totally. Of all of those totally. people. Totally. All of those people are making the decisions. Mm-hmm. And he's just a little stupid figurehead, but what a terrible figurehead he is. <laughs> you guys could have done better than this. Wow. Jeez. But yeah, this new bill that... Oh, it's uh, going to help. Totally. It's going to help so much. Mm -hmm. uh, just listen to how his bill will help. Okay. Investments in clean energy. Hmm. Clean energy, security. How does that help me? The, the security of the country is at stake. Uh, security of the... We're going to save American uh, families hundreds of dollars a year. In what? On paying their energy bills. What? By allowing them to have money to invest, by getting allowing them to put in new windows and doors. And You're going to allow us solar to panels put in new, and the like, uh -huh. and, and get the tax like, credits for that. Tax credits. Also, going to restore some fairness to the tax code. Mm. Also, so much actually the tax code, yeah. Totally the tax code. Oh, it's going to be so much more fair now with the tax code because they're going to have eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents. Um, Why? I'm, I've been trying to figure that out over the weekend. Why the hell would you double the, more than double the size of the IRS? Mm -hmm. Why? So why? There was a flurry of amendments that Republicans tried <sighs> to get passed. Okay. Mm -hmm. And one of them was to say that those new agents that you're hiring 
would have to audit companies and individuals with incomes over 400000 mm. defeated by the Democrats. Jeez. And another fun fact about who gets audited is if you have an income of 25000 or so, um, your chances of being audited are five times higher than other Americans. So, in other words, Democrats had mm. a chance to make sure these auditors were going after the rich and the companies. Mm-hmm. They declined. They didn't. And we know who gets audited. It's the poor. So here we go. Every Buckle time. Every up. single time. These people suck. I really don't understand the IRS situation. <clears throat> I don't... Why? Why do you want to double the size of... Do you know that there will be more bureaucrats in the IRS than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control and Border Patrol combined? Pentagon, State Department, FBI, Border Patrol combined. Does that tell you where priorities are? Yeah, it does. They need money and they're going to get it from you. They're going to bilk it out of us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh It'll 80, oh, 80 billion in funding to hire as many as 87,000 additional employees. Huh. Wow. I'm, I'm probably completely unrelated. A little side note for you here. Uh, the IRS stockpiling ammunition. Oh, yeah. They've been doing that for a while. <laughs> oh, too. yeah. And it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's getting worse. Why does the IRS need ammunition? You might be wondering to yourself. Because hmm. you will pay your taxes mm. under threat of force, baby. Yep. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray is unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, Bob Corona tweets. Get him out. Get his ass out. Should be a bingo square. <laughs> get Joe Biden out of office. Get him out. Get his ass out. Get him out. <laughs> I love that. From Jimmy Dimples, uh, how Joe Biden is like America's founding fathers. Simple. He's a dried up skeleton. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Steve Gates, if climate change is a threat to the world's existence, when are we going to start invading countries that aren't going to follow along with any of this green BS? Yeah. That would have to start with China. I was about to say, what are you trying to start World War III? (laughs) (laughs) Hippie patriot, I sure hope that the government comes out with an infomercial soon to help us figure out what to do with all the pallets of cash that are piling up in our homes. It is getting annoying. Yeah. Right? Because it got to the point, remember how early on Biden was like, yeah, they're saving more and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So the bank called me recently and was like, man, we're, we're out of space. You're going to have to come and get some of this cash oh, wow. that you've got in savings. Yeah. That's what really started the backing <laughs> up of the palace. Well, it's a good idea to spread it around. It's only guaranteed up to 250000 by FDIC. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Hold on a second. You don't want to put it all in one place. Yeah. I mean, that kind of, it's like the opposite of the, uh, of the, uh, of the, of the scene from uh, It's a Wonderful Life, right? So like your money's in. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, tr- I'm, tr- I'm just trying yeah. here. Your money's in, in, in Bill's house and, <laughs> and, 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 and Floyd. And you, do, do you want to foreclose on them? You, you say. Yeah, well, the, thing, the problem is, is that I don't have room for Bill's cash mm-hmm. in my house. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. uh, you got to come and get it, man. I got my own to worry about and trip over. <laughs> uh, Semi ambivert. Tweets hot take, KJP could easily be replaced with an FAQ page on the White House website. <laughs> Frequently asked questions. Here they are. 
<laughs> so good. Uh, yesterday, Democrats did it. They they did pass the Biden Schumer Mansion tax and spend bill. Oh yeah, and, Hooray. and the press has stopped calling it the Inflation Reduction Act, and they've started calling it the the Health Care mm. Reduction and Climate Bill Act. Or ugh, just mm. stop carrying so the water. Bad. Mm-hmm. And here's what happened. They were proud of this moment when it passed. We'll look at uh, mm-hmm. at Kamala. I believe. This mm-hmm. would be, uh, what cut are we looking at here? Mm-hmm. On this vote, <laughs> the yeas are 50, the nays are 50. The Senate being equally divided, the vice president votes in the affirmative, and the bill, as amended, is passed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, in all this reconciliation bullcrap, they don't need the 60. So... That's why they love the reconciliation bills. When never, we never pass a budget, but we have these reconciliation bills that tide us over in every eventuality. And uh, so there you go. And 5150. <sighs> Unbelievable. Right down party lines. Mansion caved. Kirsten Cinema caved. And we're left with this. Yeah. Uh, Charles Payne from Fox Business. Oh, yeah. He was on with Sean Hannity the other night explaining really what's involved in making an electric vehicle because this is so energy sound, this new bill. Invests in all kinds of new energy. And we really want to make that switch over yeah. and have all electric vehicles. This is what you're subsidizing now through yeah. this bill that passed. And it sounds environmentally friendly. Am I right? Oh, so environmentally friendly. You bet. And uh, and our government is going to subsidize it because it's so environmentally friendly. Okay, good. Here's what Charles Payne noticed. This is what the world's going to need just to meet 2030 goals. We're going to need the world 50 more lithium mines, 60 more nickel mines, 17 more cobalt mines. So these mines come from the cobalt comes from Congo. You ever see videos of those kids, seven-year-old kids in Mm -hmm. filthy water? For about eight hours a day, 12 hours a day, no education, pennies on the dollar. Uh, the, the, the lithium, some comes from Australia, some comes from Chile. You got to poison the waters to get it out of there. Uh, some comes from Russia. Mm-hmm. Indonesia, you got the nickel. Uh, and the reason I'm bringing this up is there are five stages to getting from the raw material to the finished product. Right. So when mm-hmm. we talk about saving, just think of you, or even if you love the climate issue itself, mm-hmm. the president is lying to you. This bill does nothing on the climate side. What it means is that we're going to continue to strip mine the planet. We're going to strip mm-hmm. mine the planet and poison the waters. So as you go along through the process, you got the materials, you start to process it. Russia takes a greater share. I mean, China takes a greater share. Then you do the cell components. China takes a greater share. And then you get the batteries. Mm-hmm. This is the most important part to remember. When the White House talks about energy security, I guess they're talking about those batteries. Right now, China has a 77% share. In a couple of years, they'll have an 80% share. Our share will go from 9% to 6%. The only part of this equation that we play a role in is at the very end of it. We buy these things. Ta-da! That's it. We'll be the consumers. Yep. Uh, That's great. So we'll be your consumer and then... so that that can only be great mm. from here on out. Yeah, so the government is, uh, let's bring it full circle. 
IRS stockpiling ammunition, increasing by 87,000 agents. They're going to take the money from your paycheck. Mm-hmm. They're going to invest it into green and strip energy. mining. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, you get to go and pay for the vehicle that you just funded the building of. Yeah. These new EVs are not environmentally friendly. If you take it only from the time that, okay, they just came out of nowhere and wound up on the dealership lot. They just happened. Uh, like magic pixie dust was tossed on an area and an EV grew up there. If you look at just that, it might be environmentally friendly until then you discard the car. Then what do you do with all that crap that's in it? What do you do with the battery that's in it? It's a an environmental disaster. Huh. Rob just told me in my ear, 70% of the EV vehicles being sold will be ineligible for this, uh, the, the rebate thing. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I swear. Just, uh, oh. I mean, it's unbelievable how stupid this is. Yeah, the, the cars that we drive now, from start to finish, are much more environmentally friendly than the EVs. <laughs> I just, I mean, you don't even know what to do with all these toxic uh-uh. batteries at the end of their life cycle. What are you going to do with it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, even the uh, wind turbines mm. that are supposedly, you know, capturing all of this wind energy and, and providing, you know, I guess what, one hairdryer is yeah. powered by one mm. uh, windmill? No, it's not that ridiculous, but it's it's very close to that. I'm looking for this dramatic picture that we've had, I don't know, a couple years ago out in Wyoming where they were trying to bury the mm. the blades of a turbine. And you see a little bulldozer. I, this is not the picture I'm looking for. But this will have to do. This is uh, this is a Bloomberg picture here. <clears throat> yeah, it's, my internet speed is obviously very fast. These are all wind turbine blades. And then there you see the oh. little bulldozer there. I want to thank you for the pop-up. So there it is. And he's trying to bury them in the hillside in Wyoming. Oh, uh, man. So that you can... Uh, so that's environmentally friendly oh, as well. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the turbine blades has got to be really good for the earth. I'm thinking that's a really special environmental situation. Uh huh. Yeah. And for that's the record, great. that picture I showed you, they're not just one deep. Mm-hmm. Those things are stacked up. Uh, you just can't tell from this picture, this <sighs> angle. But I mean, it's just we're so short-sighted. And the government, the government knows what they're doing. They know that this is not environmentally friendly. They know the EVs aren't, the wind turbines aren't, the solar isn't. They know we're not in a place where we can just turn over our entire energy production to renewables. Now, if we'd been building nuclear plants, maybe you could do that, but we haven't been. Our last nuclear plant was, I think, built in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So that's not helping. Uh, you know, China's just going back to coal. Yeah, it's okay. We'll just we'll just burn coal. We don't care. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they care. don't care. They do not care, man. And then and then people like <clears throat> Al Gore say they're on the environment. They're on the cutting edge of environmentalism. Are they all? Are they? And of course, the answer is no. No, they are not. But um, CPAC took took place over the weekend here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So this gives us hope for the future, I guess. Uh, as we uh, as we put forward who might be the nominee for 2024. And of course, in the presidential straw poll, 
uh, Donald Trump won over the weekend. Mm, Handily. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just, it's really not. Mm-hmm. He's repeatedly teased making another presidential run. He's going to run. Um, but he, he captured 69% of the ballots mm. cast. The support for the former president, who remains the most popular and influential politician in the Republican Party, and continues to play a kingmaker's role in the GOP primaries. That's something that was <clears throat> widely ignored last Tuesday. He was really successful with his endorsements. And he has been. And he has been the whole time. A couple have lost, but not very many. Uh, But that's up from a 59% showing in the straw poll at the CPAC gathering in Orlando in February. Uh, Florida governor, of course, Ron DeSantis, as you would expect, came in second at 24%. It's 69 to 24. (laughs) Ooh. Wow, that's really something. I mean, that's a beating you might not even expect it to be that that wide is a disparity. So, what do you do if you're Ron DeSantis? I'm not sure. Maybe you wait. Maybe you angle for vice presidency. You wait and see if he's going to run. If he's going to run, then maybe you just be his mate, his running mate. But what? Okay, so, broker some kind of deal that makes you his running mate. But does that make you damage goods if if he loses? Trump loses. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a calculated risk, but I don't, I mean, I think you first have to, do you trust the system to begin with? But honestly, if I'm Ron DeSantis, like you said, you're either making a deal early on Mm -hmm. and don't run, or you go full (laughs) speed ahead and you separate on the issue of the vaccines. You could. I mean, I think that's your only play. And even that's going to be tough. I agree. With Trump going after you, and he would. Uh, does he have a history of doing that to it people? Seems what do you like mean, he like does, going yeah. after? Yeah, it seems huh. like he does. <laughs> I'm trying. And to f- usually, you don't recover from it. Yeah. I mean, look at Jeb Bush. His political career was destroyed by Donald Trump. I still contend that you have Jeb Bush to thank for the Trump presidency in some respect, because the first person to go after Trump when he made that speech, the Escalator Day. Mm-hmm. is um, he he called him out on what he said about illegal. Somebody's doing the raping, right? And Jeb Bush made this big deal about it. And uh-huh. the next thing you know, man, it was it, Katie bar the door for Trump train. Lights out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> really, he did the same thing to Cruz. Mm-hmm. Did the same thing to Rubio. Uh, Lindsey Graham had to change his cell phone number, if you recall. Yeah. <laughs> right. He gave me his number and said, call me, you know. Here it is. Speaking of Lindsay, well, first of all, let's get oh. to the let's get to the what the president, uh, former president, had mm. to say at oh, CPAC. Yeah. Here's a little bit of that. As we secure the border, another key priority for the next Congress and the next president will be to drain the swamp once and for all. Why didn't you do that before? Mm. He tried. <laughs> Did he? To remove rogue bureaucrats and root out the deep state, Congress should pass groundbreaking reform, empowering the president to ensure that any federal employee who is corrupt, Mm -hmm. incompetent, or unnecessary for the job can be told, you're fired. You ever hear that? You're fired. You ever heard that? Yeah, fired. Our current appeals process to remove Mm. these bureaucrats People that can really be bad 
They can even be thieves. You can catch them stealing large sums of money. You have to go through a three-stage appeals process, which takes on average five years per stage. Fifteen years. You'll be gone. You'll be out of office by that time. In other words, to fire someone who is doing a bad job if the government wins will take more than a decade under the current system. Almost all politicians won't start that process because they'll be gone and they know it. You know, a lot of politicians, they go to Washington, they're all set. And then they get caught up with people that say, hey, I'll be here a hell of a lot longer than you will. Mm. Yep. Politician just goes about having nice dinners. We can't do it anymore. We've got to run this country properly. Mm. Because it's time to clean house in Washington, D.C. And we did a lot of it, but nobody knew the deep state was that deep. <laughs> we did a lot of it. As we take power out of Washington, we also need to take power back from the left-wing lunatics who yes. are indoctrinating our youth. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> When's he going to announce? Uh, I don't know. Pretty soon, I think. I think you're right. Pretty soon. As soon as it's as soon as it's reasonable with all the you know campaign rules, campaign financing rules, mm-hmm. uh, he'll announce. Yeah, his new thing that that has been bantied about is um, uh, the creation of a new Schedule F classification for public servant uh, public servants. You know, uh, working in in different levels of government, uh, which would allow the president to hire and fire at will. Thousands of government employees in positions of confidential policy determining, policy making, or policy advocating character. So, I mean, this is this is his 2025 plan. Get into office. Yeah. Joe Biden shuts down Keystone yeah. Pipeline. Trump's going to sign the schedule out. Uh, also, watch this video. Tell us uh, who you think Lindsey Graham <laughs> will be supporting uh, for president in 2024. Oh, no. But I just... Your non-answer is going to likely be perceived Richard Blumenthal. as an intentional dodge. You, you won't say, yes, I support President Biden. Is that where you want it to be? I will support President Biden. Do you want him to run? If he decides he wants to run, and I think his decision will be determined mm. by how November ends for mm. the Democratic Party and for senators like myself, who are Watch running this. for re-election. I will not support President yeah. Biden. <laughs> you didn't need to if say that. If Trump runs, I would support him. But, you know, he is, Senator Blumenthal Wait, brought Wait. up something um, Go back. important. Wait, what? <laughs> Boy, she missed something there, didn't she? <laughs> you got to be careful with the pronouns. Wait. So there's some ambiguity you, there. Is him um, Donald Trump right. or Joe Biden? Right. And uh, Tom Elliott, who originally mm-hmm. posted that, you know, people were saying, no, he's talking about Biden. I'm not supporting so he asked for a clarification, Lindsey Graham's office. I checked again this morning. I still see no clarification. Is he talking about when he says I would support him? Well, okay. we'll show you <laughs> some evidence as to why he could have been talking about Biden. Wow. Something he said about him in the past. Oh. Coming up. Pat Gray. Unleashed. A couple of tweets for you uh, from Unrepentant Capitalist. Look, they're called wind farms for a reason. Hmm. Burying those blades is how new baby windmills are born. Hmm. Oh, really? Hmm, I didn't know that. I didn't either. Interesting. Enlightened I am. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. I don't know. Enlightened you were. Hmm? Yes. Yes. Carl Smith tweets, (laughs) 
Uh, Kamala was so excited to cast the tie-breaking vote passing the Inflation Reduction Act because for the first time since her election, she actually got to do something. Good for her. Florida man Rob, uh, environmentally friendly means insider trading friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we had this video on Lindsey Graham and who he would support for president. Uh, take a look at it. See who you think he's talking about. The inflection about here. of the word him at the end of what he says. Mm-hmm. But is- I guess your non answer is going to likely be perceived as an intentional dodge. You, you won't say, yes, I support President Biden. Is that where you want it to be? I will support President Biden. Do you want him to run? If he decides he wants to run, and I think his decision will be determined by how November ends for the Democratic Party and for senators like myself who are running for re-election. I will not support President yeah. Biden. <laughs> you didn't need to if say that. If Trump runs, I would support him. But, you know, he is, Senator Blumenthal Wait, brought up see? something what? Um, important. She was so uh-huh. committed to what she was going to ask. She's not listening to the answer. She didn't even listen to get a clarification on that. Yeah. She didn't say... Wait, which him are you talking about? Right. Trump or Biden? The inflection huh. makes it sound like he's talking about Biden. He didn't Does. say, I would support him. Like, now we're bringing Trump into the conversation. Right. He said, I would support him. Joe Biden, who's you were that was the subject of what you were just talking about. There's been no clarification on social media that I can find. There's got to be though. By the end of the day, they've they've got to clarify that. I mean, he was asked point blank on Twitter, and his his staff would have seen it because they've posted plenty of stuff since that question was brought up yesterday morning. Well, here's what this is why we think it's this is reasonable why, that he might have said this about exactly. Joe Biden. Uh, here's what he said about Joe Biden a few years ago. If you can't admire Joe Biden as a person, then it's probably you got a problem. <laughs> you need to do some self-evaluation. Because really? what's not to like? Uh, everything after Bo died. It's a lying sack. And he basically said, "Well, Bo was my soul. Mm-hmm. I've taught for a long time. He came to my ceremony uh, and said some of the most incredibly heartfelt things that anybody could ever say to me." And um, he's the nicest person I think I've ever met in politics. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he is as good a man as God ever created. Oh, my Oh my gosh. Again, who's he supporting? That's all you have to do is go to an event for Lindsey Graham, say some nice things about him. You're one of the best people in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. That's pathetic. The guy's a lying sack and always has been an admitted liar. And he's trying to destroy this com- country and uh, doing a pretty good job of it. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, so, Nancy Pelosi, still in Asia? I guess. Is Even she now? Not back yet? Wow. I mean, just stay at this point, <clears throat> quite honestly. I'm good with yeah, that. I'd, that'd be fine with me. Now, she did say, though, that the House is going to vote by the end of this week on that uh, tax and spend plan. Mm-hmm. So, she's got to be back by then, right? I guess, although really in reality, you wouldn't have to. You could vote on the internet, except I don't think they do that, but they could. I wish they would. And that's how they would stay in their own mm-hmm. in their own districts. Make it hard for lobbyists. Make them go yes. get, go to your district. Yes. Uh, but yeah, she was. Uh, I I don't know where this was, but <clears> she <throat> had some kind, very heartfelt things to say about China. Oh, good. It was good to see. When I was a little girl, 
I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a con- connection there. Oh, my gosh. You didn't really say that. <laughs> when I was a little girl. Oh, my gosh. I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a con- connection there. That's your connection to China. Because... <laughs> When you were playing in the sandbox, somebody <laughs> you dig a hole deep enough, well, you go all the way to China. At the beach. It's not yeah. going to work in a sandbox. Don't <laughs> don't try to spin this. It would work at a beach, Pat. I I mean, this is the same woman This who's... is the caliber of people we have in office. Mm-hmm. Speaker of the House. Wow. Number three in line for the presidency of the United States. That is crazy. No one, no one in the top three is fit for office. Never That's mind, for sure. Never mind the presidency. Right. But... Um, She's the same lady who said in 2008, you mm. know, Chairman Bernanke, you know, said, <laughs> what was the clip where she says, uh, I don't know what, he says it's the worst uh, it could be since the Great Depression. Oh, I, don't, I don't know what was so great about it. That's what they call it. Frack. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, the utter stupidity of these people. Yeah. <sighs> Hard to believe. That we've elected people this stupid uh-huh. to lead our government uh-huh. in the most powerful nation in the history of the world. And we've got buffoons like this in charge. Yeah. Two of the top three positions, Kamala and Nancy, <laughs> we can thank the great state of California for. I was always told growing up that if hmm. when I was at the beach, okay. if I dug a hole deep enough... I'd go all the way to China. And so that's a pretty powerful mm. connection. That's been my powerful connection to it. Because <clears throat> yeah. I know at any time, I can go to the beach and I can dig my way into China if yeah. I want to. Yeah. See, <clears throat> there's a lot of castles here in Great Britain. And when I was a kid at the beach growing up, I'd mm-hmm. make sand castles. So I've always mm. felt a connection to the, the royal family. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I, I swear. I mean, it's just we are in bizarro world central. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Jeez. Uh, All right, well. (laughs) Number three in command. That's great. Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, everybody. Also, Brittany Griner. I don't know if we had a chance to talk about this last week. Did we find out she got the nine-year sentence after the show ended? Uh, But but she did get nine years Mm -hmm. for marijuana possession. Uh, And somebody posted this story from June. Very interesting, yeah. A, uh, a man sentenced to life in prison. Okay, this is in the United States. Mississippi. In Jackson, Mississippi. Sentenced to life in prison on a marijuana possession charge. Mm. Lost his appeal in the state's highest court. Mississippi Supreme Court ruled that Alan Russell's life sentence was not a violation of the Eighth Amendment. How? How is that possible? And was in line with state statutes. Russell was given life without parole in 2019 after he was found guilty of being in possession of 43 grams, well, it's 43.71 grams of marijuana. I mean, that's not even illegal in a lot of states. Right. I don't know if that much, if you can have that much on you. Uh, The conviction typically would have carried up to a three-year sentence, but Russell was given the enhanced sentence of life under the state's habitual offender rules. Three strikes, you're out kind of thing. Yeah. The defendant had previously been convicted of two separate charges of house burglary and one charge of being convicted a convicted felon in possession of a firearm. Under Mississippi Code, 
Upon Russell's conviction, the judge was required to give him a life sentence. Boy, that is required. Bad law. Yeah, it is. This is surely going to the Supreme Court, right? Has to. You would think so. With the Eighth Amendment argument, cruel and unusual. Yeah. Uh. He was sentenced. uh, He appealed that sentence to the Mississippi Court of Appeals, Uh which deadlocked 5-5 on a ruling last year. The Supreme Court agreed to hear the case as a result. The The, U.S. Supreme Court? That's what I'm asking, yeah. Or is he talking? No, it's a Mississippi Supreme Court. But you got to believe they're going to take this to the U.S. Supreme Court. I'm looking for a news story. That's I don't see any mention of... Supreme Court considering it or appealing to the Supreme Court, but surely they will. You know, then you hear about non-citizens, illegal aliens, who've been deported eight or nine times and then come back and on the tenth time they kill somebody. It's a drunk driving thing or they Uh they kill somebody on purpose or they rape someone um, and they get a hand slap. They get a couple years or they get deported. I mean, that's just, that's... Again, why would you have any faith in the justice system in this country? Yeah. I don't understand, but you know, just to your point, mm-hmm. it's the third worldification of America. Yeah. I mean, we have the rule of law is just something that eh, if we want to, maybe we'll follow it. Otherwise, we'll. And Brit Brittany Griner still rotting in a prison in Russia right now. Right, nine year sentence. Jeez. Uh, last week, we had the video of the federal agent who didn't comply with police officers. He was going, going door to door to check on people's weapons. Creepy. And uh, the the owner of the house said, yeah, just a minute, let me go get him. <laughs> and instead, he called 911, got the police there. Yeah, there's a guy out here. Yeah, right. What's going on? Uh, do we have that reminder? Yeah, so, so here's, the, here's the setup, the first video. Crazy yep. video. Of the ATF going to our house, and the ATF is like, hey, you know, uh, you bought some guns, is we need to see if you still have them because of straw purchase. A complete violation of your Second Amendment, your Fourth Amendment, and just, you know, basic common sense and humanity. Here's where the ATF agents, they go to one dude's house, and uh, the dude goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get it. Hold on a second. Closes the door, calls the cops, and goes, there's somebody out here pretending to be a cop who wants to see my guns. And that's how you get this confrontation right here. Hey, turn around, let me see your hands. Turn around, let me see your hands. Okay, let me see your hands. I need to see some ID. Get on the ground. Get on the ground now. Get on the ground. Get on the ground now. I don't know. You're going door to door taking people's guns. Get on the ground so I can find out who you are. It ain't happening. This is how you get shot. Do not reach for your waist. Keep your hands up. Why would I have an Oleg shit? Get your hands up. Don't get on the ground! Face down now! now! Face down! Get yes, on the ground, it ain't down. happening. You are the one making a mistake! Wrong answer. And then he finds see this. I get on the wow. ground! I'm a federal agent! <laughs> if that got you off. Okay. That was Thank you. Right. Too because so that was better. the video from last week. Uh-huh. But uh, we got sent this a bunch of times, too. It's part two uh-huh. of that encounter. All right. Olin! Took the mag out. My God! This is crazy. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Sir, I'm not trying to be ashamed of myself. I just wish you'd say, let me see. Get in the car. Get in the car. Sir, please. Sir, I'm just trying to do my time. Just get in the car. Why would you make us do this? I didn't want 
what you I want to date. Wait. No, you knew what sir, you're sir, doing. Sir, 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 calm down. Relax. Sir. Hey, guys, please, just talk to me for one second, please. Get in the car. No, we'll wait. talk later. Sir, wait, wait. You wait. had your chance. No, I was trying to give you my creds. You no, didn't let me show them to you. I did. Get in the car. Wait, wait. Yeah. Now. Wait, I gotta breathe. Well, he's okay, gotta breathe. Sir, let me breathe. Let him breathe. I got. I have a medical condition. We're gonna get air C. Get your <laughs> no, legs in. Get your sir. legs in. We're closing this door. Sir, get your legs in. I need air. Oh no, man. Sir, please call an ambulance. I'm asking for an ambulance. You got a medic coming. Get in the car. Sir, I don't need the medic. The, the taser didn't bother. You just said call an ambulance. We don't. Need I, I, yeah, no, I don't want one. Get in the car. Get all the way in. Sir, I can't breathe. Wait, sir. There you go. Now they're gonna pull him in. Dang. Okay, okay. You're a cop. You're not an My head up. The seatbelt's in place. Wow. Why would you act like this? I didn't act anyway. Hey, look, they roll down the window. You can get air now. If you are a real police officer, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You're trying to give me my creds. Creds? Why does he always voice get so high whenever he says creds? <laughs> Anyhow, there you go. There's a there, federal there agent representing your federal government. Mm hmm And, uh... Mm-hmm. How's that taste, sir? That doesn't taste very good, I'm guessing. Maybe he was, stop... You know, maybe do what the cops... We said this last week. Just comply... Just do what they tell you the first time, and then they're not going to be all hyped up like that. I wouldn't think. That, yeah, that's typically... Get uh, down. Okay. Changes I'm down. the trajectory of the encounter mm -hmm. when you disobey a direct order from a yeah, police it officer. Does. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's like, get down on the ground. Okay, I'm getting down on the ground. I kind of like to see local law enforcement uh, take that, that tact with uh, the federal government representatives everywhere regarding everything. You know mm -hmm. what? We're in charge here. Why don't you just do what we say, and then we'll sort it out later. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? And a tip to fed, uh, federal officers is don't go door-to-door -door looking for guns to begin with. That's probably... Yeah, uh, don't violate one. the Constitution, mm -hmm. and then people won't call the police on you. Because mm -hmm. if he wasn't at the door, that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> kind of simple. All right. You know, we might be running out of food faster than we realize, right? Farmers are planting fewer crops because of inflation and fertilizer shortages. Also, there's a story this weekend that they might be being paid billions, tens of billions of dollars not to grow food. Oh. And so there's a pretty good chance we're going to face major food shortages soon. That's why you need to get emergency food now before it's too late. You always prepare for the worst and hope and pray for the best. But go to preparewithpat.com and you'll save $50 on a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. Their meals are really good. Your family won't go hungry when you have this food. You can get that off your plate. You just have that peace of mind that, okay, if things do get bad or worse, then we're prepared. Go to preparewithpat.com. Dot com save fifty dollars on a four week emergency supply. Uh, your order is shipped fast and free, and it arrives in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Go to preparewithpat.com. Pat Ray. Let's see. Over the weekend at the box office, 
Anybody still going to movies? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. I think Sandra Bullock's in it. Looks like quite a few stars. Mm. Uh, 30 million. 30 million over the weekend. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, then DC League of Super Pets. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Is that a cartoon? Pets. Yeah. It's a, yeah, I think it's animated. Yeah. Uh, f- let's see. That's up to 45 million, but I think that's been out for two weeks. Okay. Uh, then nope. See, that's up to 97.9. Wow. 97, almost 100 million on that one. Uh, pretty big hit. Thor, Love and Thunder. It's kind of bombed, frankly, but it's at 316, 316 million. That's so maybe, a bomb. Maybe not. Maybe not so much. But what do those cost? Like 900 million? They, they cost a lot, but still, that's probably making money. Now, Top Gun Maverick became the seventh highest grossing movie of all time at 662,510,000. Jeez. So that did pretty well. Uh, then there's Minions of Gru, which is 334 million. The Crawdad movie where the Crawdads sing, mm. 64 million. Jeffy can't wait to go see that. Yeah, I know. Uh, Easter Sunday, which seems, I don't know, a bit late to come out <laughs> since we're going on Labor Day and they're doing Easter Sunday. I would love to know the backstory of the release date of that. <laughs> I guarantee too. you it was supposed to come out three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got Elvis at $136 million. Did pretty well. And the Black Phone, $85 million. So What is uh, Thor? Uh, what does its take right now? Because it costs $250 million to make. It costs two fifty. It is at uh, three sixteen. So it's making money, a little bit. It's a money maker, I guess. It doesn't blow you away, but Mm-mm. you know, as far as Marvel goes, it's right. a bad movie though. I did not like it. Mm. Uh, also, there's kind of an eerily, eerily quiet start to 2022's hurricane season. Mm. 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 Uh, I thought climate change was going to make everything like I know super bad around the clock, more frequent, right? and more intense. Yeah, that's what you always hear. Everything is more frequent and more intense than it ever was before. It's unprecedented in the history of the world, except it's happened time after time after time after time. All of the things that they claim are unprecedented have happened many times before. That's right. Uh, Even this Kentucky flooding, which is horrific, it's really bad. It has been worse. And it's been worse in the last century a couple of times, like the last hundred years. In 1937, I believe they had just a massive flood there. Yeah, yeah. And as far as total rainfall for the season, this is just an average year. Yeah, right. Gregory Wrightstone sent us a chart. This summer's been a wild one across the United States regarding weather. In the last eight weeks, we've seen several intense record-breaking heat waves, massive wildfires, deadly flash flooding. But there is one thing we haven't heard much about. Mm. Hurricanes. Coming into the season, the NOAA forecast for for the 2022 Atlantic hurricane season was for 14 to 21 named storms. Six to ten hurricanes, of which... Three to six would be major hurricanes. That's category three or stronger. The uh, Then NOAA released a revised forecast Thursday that continued to call for an active hurricane season despite the slow start. Bill Gray from Colorado State pioneered hurricane research for three decades, provided communities along the East Coast and elsewhere an idea of what was to come. 
He and the university came out with a refined forecast for the season on Thursday. They predict 18 named storms. That's still really high. Eight hurricanes, four majors. The 2022 Atlantic hurricane season, though, has been, again, Mm. really quiet. Tropical Storm Alex, we had June 5th and 6th. There was Tropical Storm Bonnie and Tropical Storm Colin. Okay. And that's all we've dealt with. Yeah. Tropical storms, three of them. And don't we have a map? That, do we have a map of those three? Did I send that in, Rob? Because uh, two of them just completely... <clears throat> grab that thing again. Just two of them completely missed the mainland of the United States. <clears throat> right. Uh, and one of them just kind of technically formed right off the coast of North Carolina, I think it was. And that was it. I mean, look at them. Yeah. just so weak. Here's what, what has happened so far. That. Can I you can even see, see that? Yeah. There we go. Boom, boom, boom. And I there mean, it is. There, there's our hurricane season, and it lasts till November first. So we're not out of the sure, woods. Sure, no, yet. we're not. No, but, and but absolutely. still, it, you know, I'm just so tired of their hysteria all the time. <laughs> remember now, these are the people who just what a few months ago made these catastrophic predictions that have yet to come to pass. Mm-hmm. But they're supposed to know what the weather is going to be like a hundred years from now. Yes, like we need to make we need to change civilization, build it from the ground up. They can't consistently predict what's going to happen this afternoon. Exactly. Let alone in 2030 or 2050. Come on. And that's not an exaggeration, not being able to no. predict what's happening this no, afternoon. It's, it's not. I mean, weather is very tough to predict. It's it's impossible to control. Wait. Amazingly, CBS wants to put together a documentary on where U.S. dollars and weapons are going in Ukraine. Mm. Oh, well, won't that be interesting? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to that in a second because uh, that's an important one. We're just not—we're not paying any any attention. We're just sending them tens of billions of dollars, yeah, and nobody's following up on where it's going. Yeah, that was nice of Vladimir Zelensky. Apparently, things are so bad in Ukraine right now that he's having time. He has time to to meet with. Uh, Actresses, I forget who it was that he just posed with, you know, and mm-hmm. just hanging and out. And they did, there. just did the Vogue photo shoot. Did the Vogue photo shoot. He's he's done like music video stuff. He's now asking China to rebuild Ukraine for yes, him. Yes, he is. Which is interesting too, isn't it? Though yeah. he asked us, he asked Europe. Now he's asking China. He'll play ball with anybody. Uh-huh. He'll get into bed with him. Don't you remember back during uh, World War II? At least I've, I've read about it, and Jeffy's grandfather has, of course, told us stories mm-hmm. um, about how General Eisenhower, man, during World War II, he was just chillaxing with celebrities, oh, all the rocking time. out with them in his yeah. house. Yeah, constantly. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Some tweets here. Uh, Bruce Jenner's uterus is out there tweeting now. That's great. Uh, Pat, that federal agent shrieks like my 14-year-old daughter when I take her phone away. (laughs) (laughs) Look at my creds! (laughs) Uh, Real quickly, uh, I'm just noticing CNN running a story about Beyonce's album debuting at number one. Biggest of the year by a woman. Whoever said she was a woman? Right. Who said that? Where do you where are you getting that? I mean, CNN. <clears throat> and even if it is by a woman, what is that? What kind of sexist discrimination is that? Why do people like male artists more? Mm. What's going on there? It's wrong. Yeah, CNN's got some soul searching. Yeah, they do. Yes. 
graphics department, I'll tell yeah. you that. Just willy-nilly throwing a banner out like that. Mm. Mm. Also, critics say that Cracker Barrel's plant-based sausage is woke. <laughs> oh, didn't they? Mm, yeah. I uh, eat a plant-based scented life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so their sausage is woke? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Did you see that that Beyond Meat company is uh, starting to be rejected by everybody? Good. Uh, everybody's had enough of it. Uh, I think McDonald's said, mm, no thanks, you failed our test. Mm. People aren't buying it. <clears throat> and I think Burger King and others are going to start dropping it. We'll see. Uh, also, Adrian Slade, Adrian pro-constitutional republic Slade tweets, my five-year-old heard Pelosi talking about digging a hole to China and said, that doesn't even work. You would hit bedrock. <laughs> when I was so a little girl, great. I was told at the so beach great. if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a con- connection there. Yeah. And even if you could dig through the bedrock, eventually eventually you'll come to the core, which is going to be slightly warm. Uh-huh. You know. That damage your shovel? Yeah, it might. A little bit? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, plus, Al Gore had some other... Uh, potential issues with it you know two kilometers or so down in most places most there are places these incredibly, incredibly hot rocks because the interior of the earth is extremely hot several so, million degrees several and, million degrees mm-hmm. so you don't want to get in touch with that am i right you're right yeah it'd Amen. be it'd be too warm uh lone wolf 2965 when i was young my dad taught me how to play chinese checkers so i've always felt a connection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well there you go you could I have a deeper connection than that. I like their food. Are you like? Oh, I like Chinese food. Oh my goodness! I do. You could be speaking of the house a great too, deal, right? Uh, by the way, so it is an impossible sausage. Uh, they're a Cracker Barrel. Oh, that's what it is. I okay. Mean, and so you know, Cracker Barrel recently they started selling alcohol. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You can get huh. like a like a like a whatever like like, like hard liquor. Yeah. Uh, well, Not I, just wine and beer. No. Um, I don't know. I always see it, their menu there. Uh, mm. I don't know, but they're 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 selling alcohol now at Cracker Barrel. I just for my money, uh, best pancakes you can get anywhere because huh. they have that crispy outside edge. Oh. You ever had the pancakes at Cracker Barrel? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. they got that cool thing. Hardly anybody does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hard lemonade is uh, one hard of the lemonade that you can do at okay. Cracker Barrel. Mm. Um, and All then, right, uh, let's see here. I got it. There's a lot of locations. I, I can't get past that screen to read you what kind of drinks they have, but uh, I saw hard lemonade for just a moment there before, and then I got blocked. <laughs> the end. Uh, also, amazingly, CBS News has put together a documentary on where the U.S. dollar and our weapons are going in Ukraine. Mm. So somebody decided, hey, you know what? Maybe we should look into this and track mm-hmm. it a little bit and see what's happening That's good. with our dollars and our weapons. Mm-hmm. And here's what they found. In the past two months, we've moved weapons and equipment to Ukraine at record speed. Drones, grenade launchers, machine guns. We're seeing this incredible historic flow of weapons coming into Ukraine. Do we have any sense as to where they're going? We don't know. There is really no information as to where they're going uh, oh, at all. Good, yeah. You know, all this stuff goes above the border, and then kind of like something happens, it kind of like you know, 30% maybe reaches its final destination. 30%? Are you concerned 30%. about weapons getting in the wrong hands? Uh, I don't care at all whether that happens. What sort of a unit do you command? Uh, cool. Cool. Can't say. Okay. No, 
they're okay. like power lords, uh, oligarchs, uh, political players. Uh-huh. One of the biggest targets are convoys like this transporting weapons. Europeans had come to believe that that project of integration had effectively meant the banishment of armed force. All of a sudden, not far from the borders of the EU, was the most significant war since World War II. Boom. Okay. Oh, arming Ukraine. Watch now. Wow. So it was interesting, wow. like you said, that CBS would, would be this bold to challenge mm-hmm. the narrative. However, um, they posted uh, last night, after that trailer was getting some traction out there, quote, there's a tweet from them. We removed a tweet promoting our recent documentary, Arming Ukraine, which quoted the founder of the nonprofit Blue Yellow, Jonas Oman's assessment that in late uh, April, that only around 30% of aid was reaching the front lines in Ukraine. In other words... Someone called from Washington, D.C., had a chat with the head of the CBS News Department, and Mm -hmm. um, they have now adjusted And squashed it? Yeah. Yeah. Good, 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 good. So, they've just got some... It's the fourth estate at work. That's right. Excellent. That's right. They are watchdogs, aren't they? Yeah. Someone (laughs) sent me this interview that uh, Jeff Nyquist Uh. uh, did. He keeps an eye on what's going on in Russia, and Dmitry Medvedev who obviously used to... He, he had that brief moment of leadership in Russia before they changed the constitution mm-hmm. there. Um, uh, apparently, uh, meeting with the War Council, which he runs now, Dmitry Medvedev, he says they're basically... They're going to take over all of Ukraine, then they're going to take over Georgia, then Kazakhstan, and recreate the old USSR. Really? So, that's interesting, right? That is interesting. A little bit... Uh, with huh. something going on there. And, oh, North Korea... North Korea has said that um, mm. uh, they've offered to send 100,000 volunteers to Putin to help out with the war. Oh, isn't that sweet? Ukraine. That's sweet of them. So that's good. Good. Get North Korea getting involved. Good. All right. <sighs> yep. So we're in a really good place with this uh, Ukrainian oh, situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, we are about to, yeah. about to be in it. And never mind what's happening in Taiwan at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> with China. Taiwan. The Taiwan situation is mind-boggling to me. Um, Mars, you know, the candy people, mm-hmm. uh, they're the ones that make Snickers. Yep. They apologized for a Snickers product launch, launch that referred to the countries, the countries of South Korea, Malaysia, and Taiwan. Thus pissing off the Chinese. A sticking point, <clears throat> they've long considered Taiwan part of their communist regime. Uh, even though Taiwan thinks they're, you know, a sovereign nation, you don't want to offend China. Even though Taiwan has never been ruled from Beijing. Never been ruled from there. So, um, not sure why they have this ironclad belief that it's theirs. Videos and images of an event promoting a limited edition Snickers bar said to be available only in the aforementioned places, Uh South Korea, Malaysia, and Taiwan, went viral on Chinese microblogging platform Weibo Oh, yeah, that's like their Twitter. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Microblogging. So (laughs) Mars Wrigley, uh, on its Snickers China Weibo account, published an apology, said the relevant content had been amended. Oh, good. Good, good, good. 
He caved into the Chinese again. That's fantastic. But they verified and aligned the official site and social media accounts to ensure accurate content. They aligned them. Snickers <laughs> owner Mars Wrigley said it respects China's national sovereignty and territorial integrity, but they don't respect Taiwan's. So that's good. Right. That's good because there's more people in China to purchase their product than there are in Taiwan. Probably a thousand to one or so. But uh, don't worry about that. You Don't worry it. about it. You nailed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. By the way, Chinese special forces working with Russia on the front lines of Ukraine, but don't... Uh, oh. Don't sweat it. We're good. Ah. Everything's fine. So what? Whatever. Remember John Cena, uh, the WWE star who is supposedly an actor, now pretends to be an actor, <laughs> heavily criticized last year after he posted a video to Chinese social me- media apologizing to the Chinese people for re- referring to Taiwan as a country. Mm-hmm. while promoting Fast and Furious. Now, see, again, there again, China's a bigger movie market than Taiwan. So I'm really <laughs> sorry, China. <laughs> Screw you, Taiwan. You're not a country. Uh, luxury brand Christian Dior apologized to China in 2019 for omitting Taiwan from a map used for a recruitment and internship demonstration at a Chinese college. In 2019, National Basketball Association, the NBA, of course. And then Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey apologized to China for his now-deleted tweet expressing support for pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong. And that pissed off the Chinese. (laughs) Then Houston Rockets star James Harden also offered an apology to China in the wake of Morey's Hong Kong support. We apologize. You know, you know we love China. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do know that. <laughs> yeah, that's quite obvious. Again, more potential eyes in China than in Taiwan <clears throat> by so, what? 10,000 to one, maybe? So you're saying that 1.4 billion is bigger than 23 million? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, you said it in Chinese, too. <laughs> How do you even know what he's saying? He's speaking gibberish. Huh. Somebody translated the gibberish. I love and respect China and Chinese people. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's great. That's great. Way to stick up for yourself, Uh, John. That's great. So is that uh, my math right? 60 times the population? Okay, it's only 60 times. Is that right? a thousand times. Does that feel right to you? Eh, it sounds about right. I don't know if I typed it right. Did you do 1.4 billion divided I by I 23 million? Commas and zeros. <laughs> Who cares, right? It's a million billion. Yeah, there's 1. Billion. There's more. We know there's more people in uh-huh. China than in Taiwan. <laughs> so, a little bit. We're pretty sure of that anyway. That, that's, okay, <clears throat> that's where we're at least finding common ground. Yeah. We there's think more. That, yeah. Uh, let me tell you about Rough Greens. This is a dog food supplement. Not a dog food, but it's just a supplement that you sprinkle on top of your dog's food. Makes it really delicious for them. And it gives them all kinds of vitamins and minerals and the probiotics and antioxidants that they need to be active and healthy. Basically, everything that's missing from your dog's dry kibble food because of the sterilization process, which which burns out all of that you know, living nutrition. So most dogs absolutely love it. But Rough Greens wants to be sure yours is going to before you really commit to it. So they'll send you a free bag, just a small bag to try out for a day or two. 
All you have to do is pay the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F greens.com, or call 833-783-3364. Pat Gray Unleashed. Did this really fake people out? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. A French physicist supposedly tweeted an image of a distant star <laughs> okay. taken by the $10 billion James Webb telescope. Mm. But it turned out to be fake. Nothing more than a slice of chorizo. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. There thing. it is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what a jerk. Because he's of that, um, that world where people would totally believe that. You know, it wasn't yeah. just some rando out there saying, check out this distant star from James Webb. No, he's a prominent physicist and director at France's Alternative Energies and Atomic Energy Commission. <clears throat> so he tweeted out the uh, image of a red ball of spicy Spanish sausage <laughs> and said it was a picture of Proxima, uh, Proxima Centauri, sure. the, newest, the nearest star to the sun, located 4.2 light years away from us. <laughs> And, of course, it wasn't. It was just chorizo. The tweet went viral as Twitter users marveled at what they thought was the latest deep space picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It does look strange, though, doesn't it? I, I, I'm not sure. Would you have bought that? I don't know. I mean, it looks like the sun to me. Mm-hmm. Which, Maybe. I mean, obviously is a star, but uh, right. I, don't, I don't I don't know. I mean, James Webb's powerful. I mean, maybe there's a star that looks like that out there. I, I wouldn't have thought <laughs> it funny. was chorizo. Uh, Klein later revealed, after claiming it was, a you know, uh, Centauri. What, what is it? Alpha Centauri? No, sure. Proxima Centauri. Uh-huh. Uh, revealed that the image wasn't a star four light years away, but just a slice of Spanish sausage chorizo. <laughs> Rob's graphic is right. Jeffy wasn't fooled. He was not Jeffy's fooled. Jeffy's like, that looks edible. That looks like a piece of chorizo to me. I'd gobble that up. I, I know, I know food when I see it. I'll I'd eat that, that right away. I, uh, that'd be gone. Let me eat! Yeah, you wouldn't have time to even take a photo of it before I got to that. Uh-huh. I'd jam that down my throat uh, yeah. way before you could even uh, focus a lens on it. <laughs> <laughs> right? He also tweeted an image of the cartwheel galaxy taken by uh, JWST, mm. assuring the image was real this time. Uh, we don't have that one, though. Yeah, well, people, you burned that bridge, man. Right? Should have waited till... The boy who waited till cried wolf. Yeah, I mean, he could have waited, right? Did you see the story about this uh, woman who literally built an altar to her abortion? No, I didn't see this. How many times have we said these idiots, this death cult, worships at the altar of abortion? Well, she literally does. Wow. Mm. Abortion activists are now literally building altars dedicated to sacrificing their unborn babies in abortions. Drew Hernandez, conservative commentator with Frontlines and Turning Point USA, (coughs) uncovered a disturbing DIY video on YouTube of a woman explaining how to build an abortion altar at home. Hmm. A woman teaches how to build an altar for a post-abortion, which includes a container for the remains of the baby after being aborted, and the abortion pills on the altar. She ends the DIY video by kneeling before the altar. 
In the video, a woman talks viewers through building an altar for your Mifepristone plus misoprostol abortion. So, the abortion pills. Both are drugs taken together to abort unborn babies in the first trimester. Last year, the Biden administration began allowing abortion drugs to be sold through the mail without any direct medical supervision. Now women can abort their unborn babies at home without ever seeing a doctor. The woman claims building an abortion altar is cathartic and provides women with a place to meditate and think deeply about aborting their unborn babies at home. (laughs) She says it's a really beautiful way to just give reference to the experience and hold the experience in a really sacred way. Well, sacred to Satan, yeah, probably. Um, Wow, that is creepy, bizarre, and end of the world kind of stuff. Unbelievable. Yes. Here is, conversely now, uh, there was a car accident that's really horrific in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Um, but listen to the report, what the reporters say about the people who died in this crash. Out of nowhere, a speeding Pause car for just runs a, second. a red just light know, and slams into... Just know if you have kids watching, it's pretty disturbing. This you, is very disturbing. You don't see any graphic stuff, but you do see the, the car crash. Shocking, shocking. Several other cars triggering a fiery nightmare. Six people are dead, including a pregnant woman and a baby. We want to warn you, the video Hmm, of the crash is difficult to watch. This tragic crash happened at the corner of Slauson and La Brea Mm. in Windsor Hills. And we have live team coverage on the ground and above the scene in Sky 9, beginning with Rick Montanez at the crash site. Rick? And Pat, investigators just announced what they feared the most. They discovered another victim in the burned out wreckage. We'll show you the scene here more than seven hours after this fiery crash. And you can see all of the work investigators still have before them. They are going through all of this wreckage. They say now the number of people dead by their count is at six, which includes an unborn child. The driver of the speeding Hmm. car that set off this chain reaction survived the crash. Did you notice? It's an unborn child. It's not, you know, tissue. It's not a fetus. It's not a clump of broccoli. It's an unborn child. And it's amazing in Los Angeles, California, how often they refer to an unborn child in that way when something like this happens. It certainly isn't when they're doing the abortion. It's not human. It's not, we don't know what it is. There's nothing in there. An unborn child. Wow. Uh, that's incredible progress just, for Los Angeles. Right. It's just normal part of vernacular <clears throat> for everyone that isn't a radical on yeah. the far left standing out in front of the Supreme Court. Yep. Just an everyday reporter in a medium that is far left leaning mm-hmm. still referring to it as a child. As an unborn child. Uh, here's watch what happened. This is uh, oof, disturbing. CHP just told us a few minutes ago she's a 40 year old woman, and officers are at the hospital right now talking. Driver with her, survived. Trying to figure yeah. out what happened. As Pat mentioned, a warning about the video of the crash. We're going to show it to you once here. It's difficult to watch, and it shows how quickly this all happened. 
Watch, about 10 seconds after the light turned green on Slauson, the driver of a speeding Mercedes-Benz zooms through her Damn. red light on La Brea, Damn. an eruption of car parts and flames Damn. as the five Jeez. cars involved finally <clears throat> stop moving. All I heard was a crash, an explosion. Okay, it was just we got a it. Big explosion. Uh, but they go on to mention the unborn child again at the end of the report. But yeah, the the... The woman who was driving that Mercedes, I don't know, how, fa- how fast was she going? Uh, they say 100 miles an hour. 100? Yeah. Yeah. And she survived. Yeah. Killed six people, but she survived. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. I know police were... Do they know what the deal was? Well, they're going to talk to her. I don't know if that's happened yet. Uh, oh, gosh. Mm. Victim... The, the mom was going to a prenatal checkup, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Um, Jeez. yeah, I just, I don't know if they've talked to her yet to find I out. I know they were going to try to figure out what the deal was. Why are you speeding through an intersection that's crowded with cars at a hundred miles per hour? Wow. That's unbelievable. Cause when you first see that, when I first saw that over the weekend, I'm thinking, oh, terrorist attack, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. like driving through a parade. Mm-hmm. Someone had a death wish and wanted to take people with them. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Um, and I'm just not seeing in, in any of these latest, uh, editions of this story. I'm just not seeing what her motivation yeah, was. Or I, the, yeah. The last I saw were police were planning to talk to the driver. Mm. Incredible. She's the one that survives, but takes six people out. Wow. It's really sad. But again, fascinating to me that over and over again, they refer to the unborn mm-hmm. as That's a progress. child. Right? It's progress. Yes. Yeah. And it seems like it seems like that happens a lot, though. When it's something like this, when when a mom is killed and she's pregnant, that's uh, two deaths, not just one. Yeah. Yep. And so that's fascinating to me. And then when, but when it's about their abortion, pff, there's no child in there. There's no human life being taken. Which is it? Which is it? And of course, we all know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, thanks for being with us today. We've got overtime. Yeah, it's going to be interesting up. in overtime. Um, insurance claims have really been going up uh, in in one uh, demographic, and uh, hmm. wonder what's going on there. What you mean? Because people are dying. Yeah, in a certain demographic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wonder what's killing him. Huh. Apparently, we haven't gotten to the bottom of that exactly, no. have we? No, but maybe so we'll have to explore we that over time. Yeah, we'll explore. <laughs> we'll see you then.